When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. It's the Late Show Poncho with Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my next guest tonight has served in Congress for 14 years, representing the state of Connecticut. Please welcome Representative Jim Himes. All right, Congressman, let's get straight to the heat of the meat. You are in the gang of eight, which is a term for eight leaders in Congress who get briefed on highly classified intelligence matters. One of the scariest gangs you can be part of in this country. Okay, how do you get her to be the gang of eight? Do you have to prove that you can keep a secret? Is there a hazing process or something like that? It's the leaders of the two intelligence committees and the leaders of the two chambers, so you just need to get elected and get appointed, and you're in the gang of eight. Okay, so there's senators and there's congressmen Uh, in the gang gang of eight. Schumer, McConnell, the whole crew. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how much would the biggest secret that you know blow our minds? 12. (laughs) Semi-serious here. Really? The biggest (laughs) secret you know would blow our minds beyond our ability to comprehend? The, The amazing thing doing what I do, and it mostly happens behind closed doors, is that you see the threats that maybe you don't see every single day. uh, And I don't want to see every day. And you don't want to see, but you also see the incredible people and assets and technology that we put against those threats. So it's... uh, Paid for it with your taxpayer dollars, by the way. I do want to get to the UFOs. We've heard a lot about last, you know, a couple months, we've heard a lot about, uh, like, the, the Chinese spy balloon, which evidently is not the first Chinese spy balloon, correct? That's right. Okay. And, and then other, these other aerial phenomena that couldn't be identified right after that. The Chinese spy balloon was recovered, and I assume we're getting a lot of good intelligence off of that. Yeah, right off South Carolina, actually, exactly, by the way. Right Shout out to South yeah. Carolina. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, we got that, and, and you know... There, it got every, like everything else, it got very political, right? The president should have shot it down over the Pacific. The fact is that we could watch this balloon, its capabilities, what it could do, what it could collect uh, as it drifted across the United States was actually a huge intelligence boom for us, and now we own the thing. So, yeah, as you might imagine, there's some pretty smart people taking it apart and looking at it right now. What about the other three things that were shot down? <laughs> one over Lake Huron, one over the Yukon, yeah. one off the north coast of Alaska, none of which have been recovered. Have they really not been recovered, or would it blow our minds if we found out... <laughs> What, 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 to what would blow our, your mind, and this is where we get to the UFOs, what would blow your mind is the amount of garbage that's drifting around up there. And an mm. awful lot of, I'm sorry to say, an awful lot of what people think are UFOs is just garbage. Turns out, by the way, I, I didn't know this before we did our UFO hearing. We're supposed to call them UAPs, by the way, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Sure. I'm not sure why that is. But yep. anyway, it turns out that you can explain most of the stuff that people see because just National Weather Service. National Weather Service puts up a couple hundred balloons every single day, and they don't, they don't collect them all. So, anyway, the other three things were just... There's, like, a Michigan 
balloon weather operators club that, that put something up and lost it. Sure. So most of it is garbage. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, the balloons, not Michigan. Most. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful state. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful there state. goes the presidential run, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but yeah. what about a couple of years ago, we got all these reports from uh, the Navy, mostly, of pilots who were telling us that when they were doing operations off of the coast of North Carolina into a sort of military flight operations area, even at the ingress and egress points of that, that area, they would see these unidentified flying objects that they would pick up on radar, on infrared. They would have visual sightings of them. They would do, like, transmog speeds. They would go into the water. They would disappear over the horizon in a moment and show up on someone else's radar. What the hell is that? <laughs> well, and have you been briefed on that? We have. We have. So, and... Should and I be worried? It's the... Well, all right, let's get to that. Um, <laughs> so... We've got the Navy in the sort of lead position looking at what these things are. Why? Because it is largely pilots that are in F-18s or F-35s over the Pacific or the Atlanta that not only see these things, you know, Uncle Joe on the porch after a couple of bourbons sees them too, but we trust the Navy pilots who are seeing these things. Um, and by the way, they have sensors. So it's not just what they see, it's the sensors. And if a sensor picks something up, you know there's something there, right? Um, and so here's the, here's the interesting answer to your question. If you go through the couple hundred incidents that where, you know, a pilot saw it, the, te- the, the sensors picked it up, we can explain almost all of it. Um, in other words, you know, this was a weather balloon, this was another plane. When you, by the way, when you're, uh, I'm not a pilot, but when you're at a pilot moving at high speeds out there and there's something else coming at you from a different direction, things look strange in, 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 at night in, 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 over the ocean. We can explain almost everything, but there's still, and this came out in the hearing, there's still a few that, that we're just not sure about. The sound the audience made just there. Do you guys ever make that sound? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, okay, so you're not going to tell me anything. So let's talk about last week. The Wall Street Journal reported that the Department of Energy determined with, quote, low confidence that COVID was the result of a lab leak. What does low confidence mean? Whenever one of our intelligence uh, agencies, CIA, NSA, whoever they are, comes up with an estimate, they attach a level of confidence to it. So Mm -hmm. what happened, and it made all these headlines as though something dramatic had changed, the Department of Energy, one of more than a dozen and a half of our intelligence agencies, changed their evaluation to be slightly higher in confidence than it was before. Look, bottom line on on this virus is that it's really hard to figure out where a virus came from Mm -hmm. if you can get all the information. The Chinese are not sharing the information with us. So I'm not sure we'll ever get to an answer here. Now, you were in the Capitol building on January 6th, and you have said before that it felt, and I'm paraphrasing here, this felt like an an ending moment for democracy, but lately you've been more hopeful about that. What's giving you most hope? You know, I wondered, and I was one of the last guys out of the Capitol. I was up in the gallery. They separated us all out because of COVID. And so I was up in the gallery. They cleared the floor pretty quickly. There were about seven or eight members that were up in the gallery. They didn't know how to get us out of there. Mm -hmm. So I was one of the last guys out. And as I I left, you know, this horrible, horrible moment of incredible violence, of Americans, you know, attacking their own democracy, that was a, a huge, a huge low point. Since then, what's happened? Um, In the last election, uh, the worst of the election deniers, and election denialism is at the core of what happened on January 6th. The worst of the election deniers all over the country uh, were defeated in an election, so the American people are standing up. Uh, The media, for all of its fur and problems and everything else, is actually holding clear. We're learning about how Fox News really felt inside about the election results, despite what they were doing outside. How do they um, feel? I haven't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming to a lawsuit near you. But, but they... Um, 
and, um, and the courts, and the courts. So anyway, I can't tell you that I feel like as one of the last guys out of the chamber that we're all done. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a stat where, you know, whatever it is, 30, 35% of Americans still believe Donald Trump won that election. If you believe that, you are contributing to the erosion of our democracy. And you just, and, and again, I don't, I don't want to be school marmish about this. You know, I represent a fairly blue area. Um, part of what we need to do, as much as we condemn attacks on our democracy, is we've got to try to unpack how about, and I saw these folks up close and personal, you know, with guys in tactical gear pointing assault white weapons at them. How do we understand how they, these are folks you'd meet in church or at Starbucks. How did they get to a place where they would break a window, attack a police officer, and try to stop a democratic process? We better, we better get serious about understanding that. And I think part of the answer, as much as we're going to come down hard on, on, on the legal aspects of that behavior, is to, have, is to try to understand where that comes from. If we don't understand it, we can't deal with it. Well, your job requires uh, a lot of focus. Your, your job requires, uh, you deal with a lot of pressure, and one of the ways you relieve yourself of that pressure on the weekends, I'm, everybody deserves a hobby. You have an odd one, though. You have an apiary. You're a beekeeper. Why beekeeping? It's so tempting to just say it's a lot like being in Congress, you know, uh, but... <laughs> Those, how's, how's those bees, they, they are functional. They know their job. They work hard every single day. So it's nothing like being in Congress, actually. <laughs> By the way, we, uh, yes. we have a little bit of a... Uh, oh, whatever here. This is, uh, this is uh, Fairfield County honey from the Himes Apiary. There you so, go. Uh, yeah. Himes Apiary 2022. Get a shot of that. <laughs> the bottom that says, Biden our time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everything is political. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Congressman. Thank you, Lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for this. Representative Jim Himes, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. The Late Show will be back from our spring break on March 27th with all new episodes. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Late Show Poncho listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.